coverage of the Colonels on KORN News Radio FM 1013 AM 1490 and KORNradio.com. Also brought to you by Running Farm and Fleet, Hearing Plus, Core Insurance, Mitchell Roofing and Siding, the South Dakota Attorney General's Office, Division of Consumer Protections, and by the South Dakota High School Activities Association. We now go courtside for coverage of Mitchell Colonel Basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports, KORN. Here at the play-by-play call, KORN Sports Director, Travis Krenz. And welcome back to the Corn Palace here for Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball on this Saturday afternoon. Travis Krenz and Shawn Michaels here at the Palace today. Mitchell looking to end a little two-game losing streak while they're looking to extend Rapid City Central's five-game losing streak here at a six. It's the Colonels at five and five taking on the Cobblers of Rapid City Central who are four and eight. Uh, Sean, we were here just uh, less than a day ago, and uh, Mitchell played very well against number five, Rapid City Stevens. Uh, led at halftime, 25-24, and then uh, were outscored by 20 points in that second half. Ended up losing to Stevens last night, 56-37. to uh, Meanwhile, the Cobblers, uh, they also had a halftime lead at Huron last night, but they ended up losing to the Tigers, 47-40. to uh, So a good shot here for Mitchell to, to end this little two-game skid as uh, Rapid City Central. They only averaged 41 points a game, and they've not scored over 40 points in this uh, five-game losing streak. So a uh, real good shot here for Mitchell to get back on track this afternoon. Yeah, good opportunity here for the Colonels. Hopefully they can bounce back from this two-game skid. Uh, You know, this isn't going to be quite the quality opponent as these last two games. So hopefully the Colonels have shaken off those last two games and uh, come in here with as much energy as possible. Tough to do a back-to-back, but hopefully the Colonels can come in here and get refocused and, uh, you know, have their A game with them. Kind of understand they are playing a team that is not ranked today. You know, just 4-8 and eight on the season and only averaging 41 points per game and a five-game losing streak. So this is not a confident Rapid City Cobblers team uh, coming in here this afternoon. So good chance for the Colonels to kind of, uh, you know, shake out these last two games. And, you know, they showed some flashes mm-hmm. in these last two games that they did lose to the top five teams, but they had their moments. You know, they had that halftime lead last night. And then Tuesday night, that was a game that also kind of got away from them. And I talked about it last night. As as more consistency is shown here by this Colonel team, they're going to have more success. So hopefully that the they come out here and start fast. Mm-hmm. You know, get the offense going. Don't wait to get going so that the Cobblers don't feel like they can hang around in this game for four quarters. If the Colonels can put together four quarters of quality basketball, it feels like this is going to be a good chance to end that two-game skid. It's the uh, final game here of the week for Mitchell, three games at the Corn Palace, and uh, what makes this uh, even more important, I feel, is that your next game here is at home versus number three, Jefferson. Jefferson may very well be the number one team in the polls uh, come Monday afternoon because number one and number two lost ahead of them this week, so uh, you only don't want to go lose three in a row, then take on a potential number one team in Jefferson on Tuesday, so you got to win this one here. Uh, don't let that uh, losing streak snowball here. A win would get you back above 500 at 6-5. and five. Uh, I know we both like the energy that we saw from Sawyer Stadner last night. Uh, final line on her was 14 points, 9 rebounds, 4 steals, 5 assists. They had her for 6 blocks last night. Really a, 
one of her better games when, when you factor in the blocks and the steals and the assists. And uh, you, you need her to get going early just to get ahead. Don't let Rapid City Central uh, stick around in this game in the first half. Have a nice first half lead and then put this game away early in the third quarter. Yeah, if Sawyer Stabner can do what she did last night to keep that energy going and set the tone for this game here this afternoon and uh, be aggressive, attack the basket, and then get some others involved. You know, let's get Seamson involved this afternoon and let's see if we can get Van Overshield out of her shooting funk. Really didn't have the kind of game that we normally expect to see from her last night and just try to be as consistent as possible. Limit those turnovers. That was a big problem last night because they were allowing too many easy baskets uh, for Stevens. So if they can pl uh, play a much cleaner game here this afternoon, you got to feel good about their chances to get a W here before the competition gets better going forward. And Rapid City Stevens, or I should say Rapid City Central, does have a new head coach than uh, what they had from last week. Their head coach, Josh Mock, in his first year resigned early this week due to health concerns. So uh, now Jackie Schaefer takes over here for Rapid City Central. Uh, she was the coach versus Spearfish on Thursday and also the head coach last night at Huron. So uh, Jackie Schaefer, 0-2 thus far. She'll be the head coach here for the rest of the season and maybe uh, into the future here as well for the Rapid City Central Cobblers. Our law on the court this afternoon brought to you by the South Dakota Attorney General's Office. Today's officials will be Eric Grokotz, Mike Ruth, and Brian Wedham. We'll be back here in 60 seconds. We'll talk with the head coach, Dave Brooks, and give you your starting lineups up next. This is Becky Pitts, General Manager of Poet Mitchell. We've been turning one big idea after another into biofuel and high-quality animal feed for years. Poet's vision is to reduce reliance on foreign energy while giving you the best grain marketing prices possible, all while sharing your values for sustainable land and a clean environment. Visit us at poet.com Mitchell. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball this afternoon, live here at the Corn Palace. I'm Travis Krenz here on KORN News Radio, FM 1013 and AM 1490. Still about 10 minutes away from tip off uh, here this afternoon between the Colonels and Rapid City Central. Uh, Mitchell last night at the Corn Palace played very well in the first half versus Rapid City Stevens. Uh, Colonels had a 25 to 24 lead at halftime. Uh, but the, then it all went away quite quickly. Stevens uh, started the third quarter last night on an 8-0 run. They outscored Mitchell 18-6 in the third and ended up outscoring Mitchell in the second half 32-12 uh, for your 56-37 final. Uh, here's some reaction to the action last night. We uh, caught up with Mitchell girls head coach Dave Brooks. His reaction from last night's game versus Rapid City Stevens. Reaction to the action tonight, head coach Dave Brooks joins us, and a lot to like in that first half, and then Rapid City Stevens showed why they're one of the better teams. Their offense kind of exploded in that second half, so it was kind of a tale of two halves here tonight. Yeah, that uh, that third quarter, you know, we've right. talked earlier in the year that sometimes that's been our undoing, I think it was like 18-6 to six or something. Yeah, 18-6, yep. Yeah, that's, you know, for one quarter to dig out of that's too much, and uh, yeah, their their pressure impacted us again. It kind of get into our offense, and so we tried a couple of different things, and maybe got a little bit done in the fourth quarter. But by that time, you know they're a good team, and they mm -hmm. hit some shots. Um, yeah, well, uh, 
pack her up and get her going tomorrow, I guess. Regroup for tomorrow, yep. see what uh, Rapid City Central brings to the table. But, uh, you know, uh, Talia Porter, looked forward to watching her. She scored 12, which isn't quite up to her season average, and thought you did a good job on her. And they got uh, another girl in uh, Macy Wathen, averages nine. So you kind of helped uh, two of their top scores. Uh, didn't do a whole lot tonight. Yeah. It, 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 we, I don't know. Sometimes I tell the kids we concentrate on those two big scores, mm. and somebody else, I, I'm Somebody else probably has double figures. Yeah, right. Oswald had 14. Okay, yeah, you know, the games I've watched, she hasn't done that, but I guess mm-hmm. uh, that's, yep. that's why they're a good team. They're 10-2 and two or whatever because they, they they do have more than one weapon, and they were, um, I don't know, it seemed like they shot pretty good in the threes tonight, so I don't I don't know. I, I mean, the kids played hard, mm-hmm. and, and, and they they're tired, do, yep. and, uh, and, and so we just said, well, tomorrow, and, and they all kind of thought maybe we grew up again just to, seeing that kind of pressure is kind of good for us to, to do that. It's just probably one of our best practices of the year. Unfortunately, it counts in the win-loss <laughs> column, but uh, I think it'll make us better. I do. Uh, well, what do you have for stats for Sawyer? We had her for, for 14 points. I assume she had to have another double-double as uh, she was all over the place. I thought that she probably brought the energy even more so because I'm sure she was disappointed with how things went on Tuesday versus Harrisburg, but yeah. uh, we had her for 14 points. We had her for 14, had her for nine, uh, nine rebounds. Um, couple blocks five, in there as five well. Five assists, yeah, uh, block shots, a couple of those, so... Yeah, and then uh, Addie had 11. I think she had 10 at uh, 10 and a half. At half. And, uh, you know, so they kind of keyed on her a little bit. And she's, uh, you know, physically it's a, t- it's a tough game uh, for her as, as a freshman mm-hmm. to, to play. But I, I told them, it doesn't matter what your grade is. You're on the floor, you're a basketball player. So you just got to kind of man up and we got to try to meet that physicality. And uh, playing these kind of teams mm-hmm. gives us the idea of what it takes. Second straight top five team here. And uh, there, there are some good things to like. First half tonight was very good. And, uh, again, you played with Harrisburg for about three quarters. So if you see those teams down the line here, you have to feel pretty good. And uh, you, you, you've been competitive here with some of these top five teams. Yeah, we, we have been. And so I think a big thing for us tomorrow is, is can we come out and play hard and uh, get a win against a mm-hmm. team that's maybe – uh, you know, their record would say we're, we're probably maybe equal, or, you know, so, um, yeah, I, I think the kids look forward to that. There there wasn't any, you know, really long faces today, so hopefully we'll uh, we'll come out and play play well tomorrow. Uh, 47 to 40, Huron did beat Rapid City Central. Uh, Central did have a, a small lead at half, but, uh, yeah, Rapid City uh, Central, maybe not the caliber of what we've seen the past uh, couple of days, but uh, but what concerns you about Central, and, and what do you need to stop here coming up tomorrow afternoon? Well, i be honest with you, and I told the girls, I says, I haven't really looked mm-hmm. at them too much. I started way back in December. Um, yeah, we were supposed to play them way back when. Yeah, yeah I know they, uh, you know, with their coaching change, uh, that might give them a little bit of impetus to go. I, I don't know. You know, this would be their third game in a row because they played Spearfish on Thursday and, of course, traveled across the state, played here, and then, you know, us tomorrow. So maybe uh, a fatigue factor might might enter in there. But um, they brought up an eighth grader's playing in the, in the post. I think she's a pretty good player, yeah, but she's 5'9". Size-wise, we're, we might be just a, a little bit smaller, but, uh, uh, you know, whole new coach, new – I mean, I don't know. I mean, where, where they're, yeah. how they're going to come out after, uh, you know, what happened with their, with their coaching change. So we'll uh, – You can prepare for them, but I really don't know what you're going to see with yep. uh, with a new coach your past couple of games. And uh, we'll be back here at the Corn Palace tomorrow at 1.30. Colonel's looking to get back over that 500 mark. Some reaction to the action here. Coach, thanks a lot, and we'll see you here uh, tomorrow. Okay. Some thoughts after yesterday's game from Mitchell head coach Dave Brooks as we look forward to what we have on tap uh, here tonight. We'll bring your starting lineups here in just a minute. Uh, looking at the other uh, games today in Double A girls. Uh, over in Sioux Falls, it'll be number three Jefferson 
taking on Roosevelt. So Roosevelt 0 and 11 on the season. And uh, Jefferson, they may be your new number one team when the poll is released on Monday afternoon. Jefferson at number three this week at 10 and 2, but they did take down number one Washington earlier this week. You couple that with number five Pierre defeating O'Gorman, who's at number two here. Or that was last night uh, with, with number one and number two losing this week. Probably a bumps number three Jefferson up to that number one spot. Uh, number five Rapid City Stevens up north at Huron. That's a 130 start. Also at Douglas at Yankton uh, here later on today. Looking at your starting lineups here for the Mitchell Colonels. It'll be number 14, Sawyer Stabner, the 5'9 junior uh, guard and forward, averaging 15 points and 12 rebounds per game. Uh, really uh, a, a stat-stuffing performance last night for Sawyer Stabner. Uh, she was our player of the game against Rapid City Stevens. Stabner had 14 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 steals, and 6 blocks. She does a little bit of everything uh, here for the Colonels. Also uh, starting for Mitchell, number 32 is Addie Seamson, 5'8 freshman, as uh, Seamson had 11 points last night, but 10 of those were in the first half. She also hit two three-pointers. Uh, number 12, Lauren Van Overshield, a 5'5 sophomore, Lauren averaging seven points and two rebounds. Very good rebounding game for Lauren uh, yesterday versus Stevens. Also starting for Mitchell, number 23, Carson Wyke, a 5'6 sophomore, and also number 10, Delana Hinkle, a 5'9 senior. For Rapid City Central, they are 4-8 on the season. They're currently 14th in seed points in AA. They've lost five in a row. They lost it here on last night, 47-40. They did have a halftime lead, and this will be their third game in three days. So they played here on last night. They were also at home when they took on Spearfish on Thursday night. They lost that one 49-35. This is a Rapid City Central team that averages uh, just 41 points per game, and they give up 48 on the season. Uh, their starting lineup, uh, their leading scorer this season is uh, number 11, Aliyah Jones. Jones, a 5'8 junior, averages 11 points and just under 7 rebounds per game to go along with 3 assists. Uh, Jones led the Cobblers last night with 15 points at Huron. Uh, also number 15, Leah Landry. She's a 5'8 eighth grader, and you know she's got to be pretty good if she's already starting on the varsity as an eighth grader, and she had 12 points last night uh, versus Huron. Uh, also starting number 22, Allie Davis, a 5'9 senior forward. Uh, number 23, uh, Tila Girone. She's a 5'7 senior. She averages 10 points and 6.5 rebounds. She had 8 points last night versus Huron. And also for Rapid City Central, it's number two, Marielle Kolhoff. Kolhoff is a 5'5 junior, averaging four points and three rebounds on the season. Uh, Rapid City Central, uh, they were really good last year. They were 17-7, and, and they did make the state tournament, uh, finished in seventh place, and they also defeated Mitchell in last year's game, 59-53. to A good chance here for Mitchell to pick up a win to get over that 500 mark. Colonel's currently at 5-5, five and five. and again, coming up next week for Mitchell, they're going to be at home versus number 3, Jefferson. That'll be Tuesday night, and then they'll be out west to take on Sturgis and Spearfish. Coming up next weekend, another West River trip here for the Colonels. Tip-off coming up next, Colonels trying to avoid a three-game losing streak, and a Rapid City Central, they're trying to end a five-game losing streak in their own right. Tip-off is up next here at the Corn Palace on KORN. As you clear that last patch of snow from your driveway, 
Breathe in that crisp, rejuvenating winter air before you throw yourself into a monstrous snow pile and join First Dakota to bank some noise for winter sports. Shriek for tide-turning reversals, whoop at game-winning threes, and gasp in awe at a perfect back walkover. Let them hear you from the cheat seats. Bank some noise with us at First Dakota National Bank. Open a new account online today at firstdakota.com, member FDIC. And getting ready for tip-off here between the Rapid City Central Cabblers at 4-8, and eight, led by their head coach, Jackie Schaefer, and it's the Mitchell Colonels, 5-5, five and five, led by first-year head coach Dave Brooks. White uniforms for the visitors from Rapid City Central with red numbers and red trim. Gold uniforms this afternoon for the home team, the Mitchell Colonels, with black numbers and black trim. You've got Daddy Simpson and Lauren Van Overshield in the backcourt. Along with Sawyer Stabner, Carson Wyke, and Elena Hinkle, your five on the floor to start things off. And also see Allison Meyerink off the bench, the 5'10 junior, averaging around five points and five rebounds per game. Also Kira Hofer, Maddie Kempf off the bench as well here for Mitchell. Sawyer Stabner at 5'9", going to tip us off. She'll tip us off here with number 15, Leah Landry. She's a 5'8", eighth grader. She had 12 points last night at Huron. And uh, looks to, I mean, she's 5'8", Sean, and she's tipping off. Looks pretty pretty tall already. What, 13 years old, I guess? Landry and Stabner to tip us off, and we're ready to go. Stabner wins the tip. Then Overshield brings it up, and we are ready to go. Colonels moving across the floor here from left to right. Looking to get off to a good start and get back over 500 here in this little two-game losing streak. Pass underneath to Carson Wyke. She throws it away. First possession to turnover. Tila Jerome on the turnover, so not a good start for Mitchell. First possession here for the Cobblers. Pass underneath. Blocked by Stabner, but to rebound for the eighth grader Landry. Here's a left side three. That one is short. Bounces around by Jerome and a rebound for Stabner. So Stabner's got a rebound and a block on the first defensive possession already. Second possession for Mitchell. Another Colonel turnover. This time Carson White throws it away, looking to get it to Hinkle inside the lane. And this one tipped away by Seamson. Knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Seamson. So similar to what we saw last night. A lot of early turnovers and a lot of deflected balls. And the offense isn't moving quite as fast as I was expecting. I was kind of expecting a little bit more energy and more pace from the Colonels here to start things out, but they're just kind of moving things a little bit too slow and allowing the Cobblers to get back and defend. Cobblers lose the ball. Jirone, she loses it. She was driving on the left side and got to her on the free throw line and just lost it. So three turnovers here, two for Mitchell, one for Rapid City Central in the first 60 seconds. And we are scoreless. And Overshield stuck here in the backcourt. Seamson gets it past Stabner, and she is fouled in the left corner in front of the Rapid City Central bench. First foul on the Cobblers. It goes to Leah Landry, her first. Well, Stabner was so wide open, she was calling for the basketball, and Landry was kind of spying on it mm -hmm. and just waiting for the pass, and she almost had a steal. Fresh shot clock here is Van Overshield. Hands it at the top of the key, throws it left to Seamson. Now back uh, to a Stabner, loses it momentarily, double teamed. Dribbles out of it to her right. Now she's in the right corner. Dribbling left now, and uh, we'll get another foul on Rapid City Central as they foul Stabner again. This will be the second foul in the last 15 seconds or so. Oh, this will be... No, they got it uh, wrong here. Still waiting to see who that foul was on. 
It was on number 11, Jones, her first team second. Three for Van Overshield, just right at the top of the key, and that one is no good. A long rebound here for Allie Davis, and we're still scoreless here nearly two minutes in. Rapid City Central, their third possession. Marielle Kulloff at the top of the key, swings it left to Davis. Davis, a 5'9'' senior, dribbles it inside. They get it inside to Jirone, who is fouled by Hinkle, and we'll get some free throws here with 6.07 to go in the first quarter. Jerome to the line, foul on Hinkle, her first, team's first. Well, not the start we were hoping for here for the Colonels. Almost two minutes in, and so far no points and two turnovers. So they really got to settle things down here and play a little bit more crisp because the Cobbler's going to get the early lead here. Jirone with the free throw to make it one to nothing. Jirone, a 5'7 senior guard, averages 10 points per game. Second on the team, and she hits both of them. 2-0, Cowboys in front here, 6.05 to go opening quarter. Colonel still looking for those first points. Some full court pressure by the Cowboys. Colonel's in trouble here. They got two seconds to go. Stainer going to get it barely past half court with a second to spare. And she'll drive, and they'll be the third foul on the Cowboys. This will go against the eighth grader Landry, her second, team's third. And I think all three of those fouls have been on Stabner. They have fouled her three times here in the past minute. And she goes to the bench. That's a big loss. Leah Landry, the eighth grader, out quickly with those two fouls in the first two minutes. Pass underneath. Stabner's pass to Hankel is intercepted again. Allie Davis with the interception for Rapid City Central. So, Colonel still two and a half minutes in without any points. And three turnovers. And I don't know if they're just not seeing defenders, but two turnovers on the baseline so far. Davis with the three in the right corner, and that is well shorts. Knocked out of bounds. Last touch by the Cobblers. Like Van Overshield maybe got a hand on it, but they say it was last touch by Rapid City Central. Get some substitutions here for Mitchell. Hinkle and Wyke will check out. Allison Meyerink will check in, the 5'10 junior. And we also see Kira Hofer, the 5'3 junior guard. First two off the bench for Mitchell. More full court pressure, and that'll be a... Oh, well, stay with Mitchell. Van Overshield threw it out of bounds, but they say Kalhoff of the Cobblers touched it last. This pressure causing Mitchell some issues. And they get it to Stabner here past half court. Rapid City Central backs off on the pressure. Stabner drives, kick out three, right side. Van Overshield in and out, no good. Rebound tipped away. Davis gets it here for the Cobblers. Only three minutes in. Still 2-0 Rapid City Central. Mitchell 0 for 2 so far, and Rapid City Central 0 of 4. Pass underneath, looking for Adriana Young underneath, and that one is out of her reach, so another turnover. Back and forth we go. Many more turnovers than points here thus far. Stabner passed half court, left side to Seamson, back to Stabner, now right side to Van Overshield. Three minutes in, here's a three for Seamson, left side, and that is good. $3 from Mitchell Ruffin in siding. Seamson's first shot's a good one from the left wing, and the Colonel's up 3-2. to two. Much better passing on that possession that time by the Colonels. A little bit more crisp, and good look there for Seamson. Kohlhoff on the drive. She just lost it, kind of lost it on the hip of Meyerink. So that'll be a turnover. Three for Hofer on the right side. That is good. Kiera Hofer off the bench. Back-to-back -back threes for Mitchell. $6 from Mitchell Roofing here. 6-2 Mitchell in front. Seamson knocks it out of bounds here at half court near the scores table. Instant offense. They go three minutes without scoring. 
Then they have six points here in about 20 seconds. Yeah, those last two possessions just looked a lot better. More crisp, passing was better, and both those three-pointers were taken in rhythm. Carson White checks in for Van Overshield. This one nearly stolen way back on the other side of the court. Central gets it to over the timeline here with just 15 seconds to shoot. See if they're aware, and they dribble it right off their foot. So that was an ugly possession for Kalhoff, and she turns it over here with 4.06 to go in the quarter. Mitchell now up 6-2, back-to-back three-pointers. More full-court pressure. Wyke dribbling in the center. Now gets it left side to Seamson past half-court. Seamson going to drive, and she's going to travel. Kind of rushed her uh, delivery there. Kind of got stuck on the left side of the lane, and another Mitchell turnover. Just took that one extra hop there, trying to put on the brakes, and I think she was looking to pass. 3.50 to go first quarter. Colonel's up by four. And both teams can go through some offensive droughts. And this Rapid City Central team, losers of five in a row. They've not scored over 40 in, the, uh, in over three weeks. This one, another turnover. Jai Roan trying to get it down low to the post player, but that was untouched. Four turnovers now for each team with three and a half left here in this first quarter. Eight turnovers and eight combined points. Hofer has it on the left side. They get it to the middle of the court. Stabner to Seamson past half court. Wide opens Meyerink. Layup is no good. Knocked out by Central. It'll be a fresh 35. 6-2 Mitchell late first quarter. Well, nice setup to Meyerink that time. And, you know, maybe just rush that layup mm -hmm. a little bit. Had good position down there, but just a little bit too strong. But, you know, fortunately for Mitchell, went out of bounds, and they keep the ball. Aaliyah Jones back out there, a 5'8 junior, back off the bench, a starter for Rapid City Central. 2-3 zone defense here by the Cobblers. Carson White has it on the left wing here. 25 to shoot early in the possession. Cross-court pass from the left corner to the right corner. Hofer kicks it out. Here's Seamson at the top of the key. Colonels can't get it inside this zone. Here's a three top of the key. Seamson, that's off the back iron. Rebound tipped away. Fallis for Central. Gets the board. So low scoring game expected here. Six to two. We're five minutes in. Colonel's in front. That was a good look there for Seamson. Sure looked like it was online. Intercepted. Stabner on the steal as Jones throws it away. Stabner gets it to the right side. Seamson along two. That is good. Just an excellent shooter. Seamson's got five early points. And we'll have a timeout. 2.39 to go in this opening quarter. A 9-0 Mitchell run. They lead 9-2. to two. We're back in 30 seconds on KORN. Soil is a living organism that changes year to year, which means soil fertility can vary widely across the field. Don't let this be a limiting factor in reaching your high-yield goals. At Aurora Co-op, they know that grid soil sampling is the foundation to a solid fertility program. Knowing what's going on is important because it helps you build the right plan to utilize your dollars wisely. Aurora Co-op's agronomic experts will help you build the right plan for your acres. To learn more, contact one of their agronomy team members today. Aurora Co-op, tougher to Together. Rapid City Central takes a timeout here, Sean. Down 9-2, and again, they have not made a field goal. And they have two free throws from Tila Jerome, but 2.35 to go here, 2.39 to go, and they still not have a, a field goal. Yeah, good to see Mitchell kind of wake up after some early sloppiness. A 9-0 run here. Uh, so far, Cobblers 0 for 5 shooting and 5 turnovers. Central gets it past the half-court pressure, but then they turn it over. Hofer with the steal. Wyke loses it. Turnover for Mitchell. The turnovers there as Jones comes up with it here for the Cobblers. Again, Rapid City Central just not 
taking care of the basketball. Here's a three that goes in from the right corner for Jerome. She's got all five of their points. That was much needed. Nine to five. Colonels break the press. Hofer can't find the ball. Hits her in the head from Meyerink. So that's another Colonel turnover. Drive by Jones. Floater in the lane. Off the glass. No good. Quick possession. And one and done. Hofer having a nice night. Hofer with the rebound there. She's got a three-pointer. Couple of rebounds for her. And just some sloppy basketball here from Rapid City Central. Hofer at the top of the key. Minute 40 to go. Hofer drives. Layup is good. Look at that. Kira Hofer off the bench. Five points for her and Carson Wyke with the steal. Colonel's back at it right away here with 90 seconds to go. Pass underneath. Stabner's layup is no good. Rebound for Central. Colonel's up 11-5 here with just about a minute to go. Central swings the right side here to Jirone. Meyerink knocks it off, knocks it away with her long arms. Here's a long two on the right wing for Jones. That one's no good, and we get a loose ball foul on Central. That'll go against to and uh, that'll go against Young. Her first, team's fourth. Eleven to five. Mitchell in front. Minute nine to go. Is Stabner to the bench? Good night here for uh, Kiera Hofer. She might be uh, getting that player of the game ball. Five points for her in the first quarter. Yeah, nice start so far, kind of giving the Colonels another offensive option. Really nifty scoop shot she had last time out. Full court pressure. Carson Wyke loses it. Stolen by Davis. Leads to a layup on the right side and a foul. Seamson on the foul. That'll lead to free throws here for Rapid City Central. So Seamson, that's her first foul. Team second. 55 seconds to go in this first quarter. Colonels up by six. Muriel Kulhoff, she'll shoot two free throws. First one for Kulhoff is no good off the back iron. She averages four points and three rebounds on the air. She's a junior. Stabner back in there as Hofer to the bench. Nice quarter for Kiera Hofer with five points. So a minute to go in this quarter, and uh, Rapid City Central with two free throws and one made basket. And that's one more free throw. So Kulhoff, one and two from the line. 11-6, Mitchell in front as they try to weave their way through this half-court pressure, and they do. The full-court pressure, and Colonels get it past. Carson White here on the right side. Now on the free-throw line jumper for Meyerink. That one's good. Seven bench points for Mitchell. They lead now 13-6, their largest lead tonight. Nice. Good to see the supporting cast getting going here in the first half. Central nearly loses it. They finally get it past half court here to Allie Davis. Takes a long three. That one is short. Rebound for Stabner. Stabner an outlet pass to White. Colonels could stop it here and hold for the final shot. Stabner says, nope. Layup is no good. And it's last touch by the Colonels. And Colonels have just not been very good in those last second opportunities. We saw them last night. No, not hold for the final shot, not get a shot off. And that time here, they could have held for the final shot, unable to do so. Full court pressure by Mitchell, 10 seconds to go. Central gets it past half court here with eight. They're down 13 to six. Drive left side by Jones. It's knocked away, and we get a foul. Fouls on Stabner, her first, team's third, which is 3.9 seconds to go. In Rapid City Central, six points. They've made one field goal. That was a three-pointer by Tila Jerome here about halfway through the quarter. Two seconds to go. This one's stripped away by Seamson, and they're not going to get a shot off. 
Good defense there by Mitchell in the final four seconds of the quarter. 13-6, Colonels in front, holding Rapid City Central just one made field goal in the first eight minutes. We're back in one minute. We're live at the Corn Palace on KORN. Ah, why am I so sore? There are everyday moments. What? Hey, hold the ladder! Hold the ladder! Ah! Oh. Oh. Yeah, that hurt. And there are epic moments. Slide! 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 When a moment creates a health need, visit the experts at Avera Orthopedics. We're moving health forward so you can tell the story. Learn more at avera.org orthopedics. It is Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball this afternoon, live at the Corn Palace. Colonel's up on Rapid City Central 13-6. End of the first quarter, Sean, and a rough offensive quarter there for Central. Yeah, Cobbler shooting just uh, 1 out of 10 to start this game out. 10% from the floor. Colonels shooting a little bit better, 45%, going uh, 5 out of 11. Uh, and the Cobblers got to the free throw line, though. 3 out of 4, Colonels no free throws, but 7 turnovers for both teams in that first quarter. That is rough. A lot of turnovers early on. Here Central has started off. They get it down low. Kick it out, 3-pointer for Jerome. That one is short. And it'll be out of bounds here off the Cobblers. 7.40 to go, and again, this is a Rapid City Central team that averages 41 a game. They scored 40 last night, losing to Huron by 7. They scored 35 against Spearfish on Thursday. So, again, this is a team that's usually below 40 points on the season more times than not. Left side drive by Stabner, kick out. Oh, thought Van Overshield was going to take the three. She'll weave inside of traffic. Uh, floater was a little bit strong off the mark, and the Cobblers with the rebound. I'm shocked that Van Overshield didn't take that three. Mm -hmm. That's how she likes to shoot. She likes those catch-and-shoot moments there from three-point line and decided to drive instead, misfired. Callhoff at half court, bounces it right side to Jerome. This one knocked away underneath. Stabner saves it and gets it to Seamson. She's knocked down. Possession does not change. That may have been a travel. Instead, it was just a brick there by Jerome. Colonel's going to push it here. A minute gone by. They still lead 13-6. Seamson drives left baseline. We get a foul. Fifth foul on the Cobblers. Colonel's have not gone to the foul line yet. Follows on Allie Davis, her first fifth team foul. And Colonel's got a real good shot here to have a really nice defensive game. They've given up six points here in the first nearly ten minutes. Seamson trying to get it in, does to Van Overshield on the left wing. Way downtown from the uh, boys' line. That one was a little bit strong. And it bounces out of bounds in the right corner. Thought about it too much. I mean, she's wide open for it, but mm -hmm. recognize that right away. Catch and shoot, because that's what her comfort zone is. That may have been a, a nice little three-point shot if she just would have taken, taken it right away. This one bounced uh, out of bounds. Turnover by Kalhoff. You may have heard that. That hit the uh, scoreboard. Apparently, uh, Carson White must have got a fingertip on it. That hit the uh, scoreboard very hard. Scores table. That woke them up. I did say hello. 20 to shoot here for Central Air Basketball. Zone defense again by Mitchell. That's pretty much all they play. And another Central turnover. Davis tries to get it down low to Roybal. But, boy, their entry passes down low, just not working. A lot of turnovers here underneath the basket. Yeah, Mitchell's defense has been very good so far here as we move into the second quarter. I mean, they forced eight turnovers. Problem is they're not getting enough offense out of it. 
13-6, nobody scored here in the second. Nice pass to Meyerink, left side, layup is good. As Davis, her defender, falls down. Meyerink, again, Meyerink with four points. Nine of the 15 here for Mitchell off the bench. Lead up to nine. This one, another turnover, and boy, they're just throwing the ball away. Jones tried to get it down low to Davis on the left baseline, but nobody touched it. Well, and Davis really wasn't even looking for it. I mean, that was kind of an anticipation pass, but you got to make eye contact with your teammate to make passing work, and just a lot of sloppiness here by the Cobblers. Matty Kemp uh, checks in here for Mitchell. First time tonight as Van Overshield goes to the bench. Carson White takes a right open three on the right side. That is good. $9 from Mitchell Ruffin inside him. Three points, uh, three three-pointers for Mitchell here in the first half. They're up by a dozen. 18-6 here with five and a half to go in this first half. All Mitchell tonight. Cross-court pass. Right wing on the three. That one's no good by Jones. Put back is also no good, but we get a foul. Oh, we get an offensive foul. Tila Jirone got the put back, nearly put it in. Instead, we get the sixth team foul on the Cobblers. This is the third on Leah Landry. I don't think we're going to see much of the eighth grader here for the rest of this half. She is scoreless, averages uh, just a couple points a game, but she had 12 last night, and Landry now with three fouls. Colonels with a chance just to blow this one open here by halftime, already up 18-6. to Stabner on the left side, kick out three at the top of the key for Seamson. That looked like that was an air ball. Meyering tried to save it. Ball on the ground. Cobblers come up with it here with under five to go in this first half. Drive by Jones. We get a whistle. And this will be a two-shot foul coming up for Aaliyah Jones. Fourth foul on the Colonels with 4.48 to go in this first half. Fouls on Allison Meyerink. Her first. Team's fourth. Jones to the line for the first time tonight. First one is good. Rapid City Central, they've scored seven points. Four of them have been from the foul line. Jirone has a three. Sean, we're almost through this first half. They've yet to make a shot inside the arc. Yeah, they're just, uh, the offense is not very smooth for the Cobblers here in this first half at all. And, you know, the, the Colonels have at times taken advantage. I mean, this league could be bigger. Mm -hmm. If they had taken a little bit more advantage of all these turnovers, this could be a 20-point game already. 18-8 to eight as Jones makes both freebies. This one tipped away, nearly stolen by Rapid City Central. Kohlhoff dribbled that one away. Could never get possession of it. Uh, she knocks it out of bounds here by the Colonel Bench. Kempf is out. Van Overshield back out there. Hofer also back out there for Mitchell with White on the bench. Hopefully Mitchell can put together a nice finish to this half because right now Rapid City Central still hanging around, only down 10. Colonels have a chance to take full control. Stabner to Van Overshield. She was blocked, got it back, blocked again. Good defense underneath by the Cobblers on Lauren Van Overshield. Kalhoff brings it up. Here's Jai Roan on the right wing. Passes it to the left wing and over the outreached arms of number 10, Traceland Strand. Again, just another sloppy pass, just a little bit too high for the 5-5 strand. I mean, it's gotten to be to the point where the Colonels are almost waiting for the yeah. mistake on offense for the Cobblers. I mean, their passing has just been really, really sluggish. 2-3 zone defense here by the Cobblers. Colonels working around the perimeter. 
They've got Stabner at the free throw line. They kind of give it to her, and she picks and chooses. Where do I want to put this thing? Van Overshield, wide open three, top of the key. And that's how you, how you beat that. Catch and shoot. Catch and shoot. That's what Van Overshield likes to do. Top of the key, good look. couple passes before that to set her up, and a nice catch and shoot in rhythm, and it was nothing but net. 21-8, Colonels in front. They've hit four three-pointers in this first half. Here's a three from the left corner, and that is good for Rapid City Central's Mariel Kalhoff. Only their second made basket in this first half. And they've both been three-pointers. Stabner drives left side off glass. That one was no good, a bit too hard. Then Overshield offensive rebound. Meyerink puts it up from 15 feet out. That one is short. Another offensive rebound here for Seamson. A third chance for Mitchell. Seamson, three, left wing and short. Meyerink offensive rebound, put back and good off the glass. Wow, four opportunities for the Colonels. They finally get one. Meyerink with a game-high six points. She's looking for a game ball. She won one a couple nights ago, I believe, against Harrisburg. 23-11 here with 2.40 to go. Three-pointer right side, Jerome in and out and in again. Off the back iron, off the backboarding good. Jerome with a couple of threes. She's got eight points for Central. They still haven't made a two, but they've made three threes. Colonel lead cut down to nine here late in this second quarter. Mitchell has still not been to the free throw line in this half. Hofer on the left wing. Seamson in another three, top of the key. That is good. Three-point barrage for Mitchell. They've made five of them in the first half. There have been eight made three-pointers in this half for both sides. Just two made inside the arc. So Mitchell has made ten baskets in this first half. Rapid City only three, and yet it's still a 12-point game. 26-14, Colonels in front. Layup right side underneath, no good, but Jerome going to shoot some free throws here. Stabner going to pick up her second foul. That'll be the fifth on Mitchell and the second on Stabner. Tila Jerome going to shoot two free throws, where she's 2-2 two two this afternoon. First one is good. Jerome averages 10 points. She's got nine already in this first half. Cobblers are definitely staying in this game with the free throw line. They're now six out of seven with their free throw shots. Colonels have yet to be at the free throw line. Misses that one. Rebound for Meyerink. Kemp and Wyke check in for Mitchell as Seamson and Stabner get a rest. Minute 40 to go in the first half. Colonels up 26-15. Here's a three by Kemp at the top of the key. That one's wide right. Knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Van Overshield and Mitchell. Allie Davis back in for the Cobblers. She'll check in for Jai Roan. And Jai Roan, she's got nine of Central's 15 points tonight. Callhoff brings it up here with 90 seconds to go in the half. Wyke on the defense. Hands it off to number 10, Strand. Now right side to Jones. Cross court left wing. Here with 15 to shoot for Central. They get it down low and we get a foul. We're going to call Allison Meyerink on the foul. That's her second. Both sides now with six fouls. Delana Hinkle back in for Mitchell as Meyerink now with two fouls. She'll sit. Stabner's got the two fouls. So your three best players for Mitchell now on the bench. Stabner, Seamson, and Meyerink. Left wing, here's a three. That is good for Kohlhoff. 
Rapid City Central down only eight here with a minute to go in this first half. They've hit four three-pointers. They have yet to hit a shot inside the arc. Can't say I've ever seen that before. Our team has not made a two-point basket. I'm sure it's happened. Ben Overshield in the left corner. Get a whistle here, and this will finally put Mitchell in the bonus with just 46 seconds to go. Seventh foul. It'll be the second on Young. So that brings a Hinkle to the line, shooting one and one. Substitution for Mitchell. Hofer is out. Simpson back in. They could just keep Stabner on the bench here with those two fouls. Colonel's up by eight. Hinkle at the line. Shooting one. She'll make it and earn a second. Hinkle with her first points tonight, the 5'9 senior. Pretty amazing. That's their first free throw attempt of the half. There's only 46 seconds left. And what Central's been there at least five or six times. They've taken eight. Now it's 7-6, foul advantage for Central. And Hinkle makes both of them. Ten-point lead here with 40 seconds to go. See if the Colonels can get a stop and a, another basket here as they lead by 10 at halftime. Or maybe they just wait for Central to turn it over. Callhoff in the left corner. Now they swing it to the right side for Jones. Jones drive. Another wide open three in the left corner. That one is too strong for Callhoff. Rebound for Hinkle, and the Colonels can hold for final shot. 15 seconds to go in the half. Mitchell up 28-18. Carson White gets it to Kemp at the top of the key here with eight to shoot. Seamson dribbling through traffic. Seamson drives. Layup off glasses, no good. 1.3 seconds to go. It'll stay on the far side with Mitchell. So Mitchell can have a catch and shoot here. See if Seamson can maybe find somebody on the three-point line. Seamson finds Van Overshield. Not going to get it off in time. So another opportunity where Mitchell just doesn't get the shot off at the end of the quarter or the end of the half. Well, and Van Overshield that time, too, I don't think she realized how little time was left because she did have a look for a catch-and-shoot there. There's only 1.2 seconds left. You don't have time to dribble and shoot. And once she got that ball, she should have just gone up with it, maybe even got a foul called and gone back to the free-throw line. But time ran out when she decided to drive at the basket. So far, so good here for Mitchell in the first half. They lead Rapid City Central 28-18. to Central, they've made only four shots, and they've all been from three. Two of them from Kulhoff and two from Jirona. We're back in three minutes with some stats and scores. Colonels up by 10 here at halftime. Back in three minutes on KORN. As you clear that last patch of snow from your driveway, breathe in that crisp, rejuvenating winter air before you throw yourself into a monstrous snow pile and join First Dakota to bank some noise for winter sports. Shriek for tide-turning reversals, whoop at game-winning threes, and gasp in awe at a perfect back walkover. Let them hear you from the cheap seats. Bank some noise with us at First Dakota National Bank. Open a new account online today at firstdakota.com. Member FDIC. Halftime here at the Corn Palace on a Saturday afternoon. A halftime show being brought to you by Rocky Newenhouse and Farm Bureau Financial Services. Colonels have a 10-point lead, 28-18 over Rapid City Central. Central scored the first two points, and they have trailed ever since. Colonels then scored nine in a row to take a 9-2 lead. Mitchell, they were up 13-6 at the end of the first quarter. 
And seven-point lead at the end of the first. Now a ten-point lead here at halftime. And uh, again, Rapid City Central just con uh, continuing to struggle, shooting the basketball. Thank goodness for the three-point shot and free throws, uh, keeping the Cobblers in the ballgame. Yeah, kind of a strange first half. I mean, it feels like the Colonels pretty much have control this game, uh, especially once they went up 9-2. to two. You know, they have not trailed since that point, and it felt like they controlled the game after they got the offense going a little bit. Um, but strangely, it was just a 10-point game at halftime, so it's not completely, you know, the door hasn't been shut yet by the Colonels because, you know, they, they just weren't able to put together that, that closing run to really take full control of this game. Uh, but you still feel like overall, you know, they did what they needed to do in that first half, scoring 28 points. So offensively, you got to be satisfied. Colonel shooting 40% from the floor in that first half, going 10 out of 25 shooting. Cobblers just 21%. Only four made baskets in that first half. Four out of 19 shooting for Rapid City Central after just 10% in that first quarter. Rebound battle's pretty close, favoring Mitchell 8-6. to six. The free throw line, the Colonels just did not get there until the last 46 seconds. They went two for two in the first half. Rapid City Central helped a lot by free throws, going six out of eight after uh, two quarters. And turnovers, my goodness, 10 for Rapid City Central. And I would have thought the Colonels could build a bigger lead because of those turnovers. But uh, Mitchell's had seven turnovers of their own. And when it's all said and done, the Colonels are up by 10. But it just kind of feels like it could be 15, maybe even 20, because they really did dominate Rapid City Central overall in that first half. Eight points for Annie Seamson to lead Mitchell. She's got two three-pointers. Uh, Mitchell, they've hit five threes in this first half. Uh, Kira Hofer has one. She's got five points off the bench. Allison Meyerink, she's got six points. Carson Weick has a three-pointer. Lauren Van Overshield has a three-pointer. And Delana Hinkle has two points. Uh, all of those from the free-throw line. You know who I did not mention there? So your Stabner has not scored. Everybody wow. else in the starting lineup has scored. And, and the Colonels uh, have 28. Pretty not, not, not too bad. Just imagine yeah. where we'd be if she had six or seven points yeah. in that first half. I mean, that's very un-Sawyer-Stabner-like because she has been all over the place. She's been, you know, setting everyone else up. I'm sure she has a handful of assists so far this afternoon. And, um, you know, she's been doing her thing to kind of lead the offense as she normally does. So because of that, I expect her to get going offensively mm -hmm. and get on the board maybe 10 or 12 points in the second half to kind of help the cause here because it does feel like the Colonels are up by more than 10. And uh, nice bench production here for Mitchell. Six points for Allison Meyerink and five for Kiara Hofer. So they've got 11 uh, of their 28 off the bench. And what a good sign that yes. is to be getting other players involved. Meanwhile, for Rapid City Central, they just had three players who have scored. Uh, Tila Jerome, uh, she's got a couple three-pointers. She's got nine points. Uh, Mariel Kohlhoff, she's got two three-pointers as well. She's got seven. And Aaliyah Jones, she's got two free throws for her two points. So we haven't seen much from Leah Landry. She's the 5'8 eighth grader who had 12 points last night versus Huron. She's been in foul trouble in this first half. She had three uh, fouls, so maybe she'll turn it on a little bit uh, in that first half. And then Allie Davis, who averages around three, four points a game, uh, she is held scoreless in this first half. Uh, elsewhere up in Huron, uh, Huron trailing Rapid City Stevens at halftime, 32-25. to 25. Halfway done up in Huron tonight. 
We'll be back in two minutes uh, with the uh, second half coming up next. Halftime show brought to you by Rocky Newenhaus and Farm Bureau Financial Services. We're back in two minutes on KORN. Trust goes with territory here. So when someone you trust says you can save over 35% on your health care coverage, you listen. Introducing South Dakota Farm Bureau Health Plans. Quality coverage for everyone, not just farmers. To learn more about our new South Dakota Farm Bureau Health Plans, contact me, Rocky Newenhouse, in Korska, Mitchell, or Huron at 990-3223 or visit livewellsd.com. Second half here at the Corn Palace, Travis Crins and Shawn Michaels bringing you Mitchell Curl and Girls basketball uh, this afternoon. 28-18, to 18, Mitchell in front. They pretty much led uh, from the get-go. 2-0 early for Central, and after that it's been all Mitchell. Colonels, what, they've been up by, what, 12, 12 or 13 at times. Yeah, it kind of felt like they were about to go on a big run to kind of slam the door on this game when they were up by a dozen in that second quarter, but, you know, Rapid City Central hung in there, and we got a 10-point game. Colonels with ball going from right to left across the floor. Got Hinkle, Van Overshield out there with Stabner, Wyke, and Seamson. Stabner inside the lane, kicks it back out to the top of the key for Van Overshield here with 15 seconds to shoot. Van Overshield gets the screen from Hinkle. Stabner comes out to get it. Stabner's going to drive and lay it in. There it is. That. Stabner's first points here in the second half. <laughs> and just like that, Colonel's back up here by a dozen. Kind of saw that coming. You knew that she was going to have her eyes a little bit bigger on that rim for the second half. Here's a drive by Rapid City. Layoff left side is no good by Jerome. Boy, she was wide open on that left baseline. That would have been their first two-pointer of the game. 30-18, Mitchell in front. One minute gone by, third quarter. Carson White at half court. Passes the right to Van Overshield. Now top of the key to Hinkle. Left wing to Seamson. Down low at the free throw line to Stabner. Right corner, now right block to Hinkle, who lays it in. Delana Hinkle now with four points. This is the best Mitchell's offense has looked in terms of uh, getting scoring from everybody here in this first half. The, this one tipped away. looked like White tipped it away, and Hinkle came up with it. Stabner pushes it right side to Van Overshield. Good start here. Mitchell scores on their first two possessions. Up by 14 here with 6.30 to go in the third. Chance to get back to 6-5, and five, over 500 on the year. Colonels have three games next week. Drive by Van Overshield, layup right side, left it just a little bit short. Rebound for Jones and the Cobblers. Jones going to go coast to coast. Layup left side is no good, and they still have not made a two-point basket. Carson White brings it up and gives it off to Stabner. Stabner to Van Overshield on the left wing. She'll dribble back out here near half court. Colonels with a 4-0 advantage here in the third, up 32-18. Van Overshield on the left wing, down low to Stabner. Stabner gives it off to Hinkle, who misses the layup. That one bounces around, rebound for Kalhoff and the Cobblers. Colonels with a chance to extend their lead. They're getting everybody involved. Hinkle's got four. Hofer's got five. This three-pointer on the right side is no good for Rampant City Central, but an offensive rebound here gives them a second opportunity. 5.20 to go in this third quarter. Central down by 14. Yeah, this is the first possession this half for the Cobblers that wasn't one and done. This one short 15-foot jumper on the right corner for 
Jerome, and they still haven't made from two. Seamson underneath, high pass to Van Overshield. Three for White. She's fouled, and she'll get three free throws. Allie Davis on the foul, her second, team's first of the half. And we'll have three opportunities here at the line for Carson White. Carson White, a 5'6 sophomore here for Mitchell in the starting lineup as a sophomore. Free throw is good. She's a 57% shooter from the line. She's got four points. Well, Mitchell has not been to the line much here this afternoon, but they're perfect three for three so far. That one misses. Wyke one and two from the line. Substitution for Mitchell. We'll see Allison Meyerink and Hofer off the bench. As Van Overshield and Hinkle will take a breather. Carson Wyke looking to go two or three from the line, and she doesn't. Rebound for Stabner. Put back is good. I guess we'll trade one for two any day of the week. Stabner with the put back, and the Colonels now up here by 17, and we got a blowout. Stabner with all four of her points here in this third quarter. Pass underneath here, left corner to Davis. Davis with the long two-pointer, and that one's an air ball. Put back is good. Finally, they make one. And one on the foul. That is Leah Landry, the eighth grader, with her first points tonight. She was fouled underneath the basket. First foul on Mitchell, and that'll be the third on Stabner. Substitution for Mitchell. Delaney Dagan checks in for Carson Wyke. Dagan in for the first time, a 5-3 junior guard. Free throw here by Landry is good, so she completes the three-point play. Mitchell going to make one more substitution, get Stabner out of there with three fouls, and put in Maddie Kempf. It's kind of a shame because Stabner was finally getting going offensively yep. with the first four points in this game in this quarter. Now some full-court pressure. Kempf has it, throws it right to Hofer. Hofer gets it past half court here to Seamson. Back to Kemp. Great ball movement. Meyerink on the layup off the glass and good. Boy, that was so nicely done. Nice hot potato passing there as they crossed half court and Meyerink with a really easy looking layup there. And that's how you beat the full court pressure. 37-21, Mitchell in front. About halfway through here this third quarter. Well in control of this one now. Cross court pass to the right corner to Kalhoff. Now in the right corner to Davis, thinks about a three. Passes it to the top of the key here to Jones with 10 to shoot. They can't get anything inside, and they turn it over. Pass from Strand to Jones was there just above her head, but she couldn't clamp down on it. Yeah. And a lot of these turnovers have been unforced, just not able to right. complete the pass. Yeah, just sloppy passing a lot of this game so far by the Cobblers. That's her 12th turnover, and really nice defensive possession that time by the Colonels. Colonels outscoring Central 9-3 here in the third. A three-pointer here would make it a 19-point lead. 3.40 to go in the third quarter. Seamson at half court here with 12 to shoot. Hofer tries to get it inside to Kemp, but it's knocked away. Picked up here by Landry. Landry stops at half court, so that's a Colonel turnover. Central with the basketball. They finally made a two-pointer. Colonels knocked that one out of bounds here with 25 to shoot. It'll stay with Rapid City Central. Hofer checks out, and Van Overshield back in. So Central, they've made five shots here tonight, four from three. Coming up on three minutes to go here until the fourth quarter. Central swings it right here to Jirone. Now in the left corner, here's a three. That one is short. 
Rebound for Meyerink. Van Overshield, she pushes it for Mitchell. She'll lose it. And Central, they'll knock it out of bounds. They had it momentarily. Mariel Kalhoff, their guard, had it at half court by the scores table, but then threw it out. Three minutes ago, third quarter, Colonel's up by 16. Got Stabner going to the table. She'll check in here soon. Probably check in here for Maddie Kempf. Delaney Dagan here on the left wing. 12 to shoot. Dagan with the dribble. Now with eight to shoot. Hands off to Seamson, and we get a foul. That'll go against Kalhoff of Rapid City Central. Her first, team second. And Kemp goes to the bench. Stabner back out there. And not a good foul because the shot clock was down to eight. Now Mitchell gets a fresh 35. And overshield here at half court. Swings it left to Seamson. See if they look for Stabner. Stabner trying to get open underneath. Here's Dagan at the top of the key. Picks up her dribble. Swings it right to Van Overshield. With 18 to shoot. Long possession here for Mitchell. Second chance on the foul. Here's Stabner. Hands it off to Seamson at half court. Kirtles playing around the perimeter. Now with eight to shoot. Van Overshield in the right side. Van Overshield with the drive. Leaves it off for Sawyer. Layup is good. Don't count it. We're going to get a push, and we're going to get another possession here. So this is another one. The Colonels have had the ball here for the past, let's say, nearly 50 seconds. Third fall on Rapid City Central. Second on Kalhoff here in this game and on this possession. See if the Colonels run off another 25 seconds here. They've had the ball for the last minute. Stabner, a little runner. That one is good from the right baseline from 10 feet out. Nice little runner for Stabner. She'll end up with her 12 or 15. She's got six right now, all in this third quarter. Yeah, nice drive by Stabner there on the inbound on that right baseline. Just found a nice little soft spot for the floater. Three-pointer is short by uh, Traceland Strand, but an all uh, excuse me offensive rebound here for the Cobblers. This one tipped away. Turnover. Colonels come up with it. Stabner gets it off left side to Seamson, who loses it. And that'll be a Mitchell turnover. Nice job there. It'll be off of Stabner's foot. Nice job there by Traceland Strand. She was stuck in the corner and just threw it off of Stabner's foot to keep possession. Minute 29 to go in this third quarter. Colonels up here by 18. Colonels have scored 11 in the quarter compared to Rapid City Central's three. That was a uh, three-point play by Leah Landry the old-fashioned way. So, again, Central, they've scored three points here in the quarter. And they may get the ball, what, maybe two more times. Minute 20 to go. Colonel's up by 18. Cross-court pass to the left corner to Kalhoff here with 18 to shoot. Coming up on a minute to go. Kalhoff on the drive, loses it. Going to get a whistle on this one in two shots. Kalhoff to the line. This will be the second foul on Mitchell. And the third on Allison Meyerink. 7 of their 21 points have come with the foul line. Kalhoff to shoot 2. First one is good. Kalhoff has 8 of their 22. Meyerink she'll sit there with those 3 fouls, but she does have 8 points off the bench for Mitchell. And uh, Hinkle back out there for the Colonels. Second free throw on the way for Kalhoff. That one is good as well. She's got 9. 
to lead Rapid City Central tonight. Full court pressure here. Colonel's up by 16. Seamson falls down but gets a pass to half court to Carson White. Some good pressure defense here by the Cobblers. And Sawyer Stamer going to throw it away. Trying to get it to somebody but way over everybody's head. Into the Mitchell bench. Well, I think she's trying to find Hankel, who was the closest to it, but a little bit too strong because the way she passed it was as if she saw someone open for a three in the right wing, but no one was there. 39-23. Colonel's in front here with just 40 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Drive, a little floater in the lane. Good off glass by Aaliyah Jones. So back-to-back positive possessions here for... The Cabblers, they cut the Mitchell lead here to 14. Colonels, hold for final shot, please. 25 seconds to go, and no shot clock. Hinkle underneath. Stadmer, they're going to shoot it. Layup is no good, so Stadmer's going to shoot free throws. Fourth foul on Central this quarter. And again, the Colonels, they just don't hold for a final shot. They just put it up beforehand. I think it depends on kind of like what part of the game you're in, like uh, last night, they did hang for that last shot just before half. It took the lead, which was a really nice possession to give them that halftime lead. But sometimes, yeah, they just don't have, like, the game awareness and situation awareness that you'd like them to have because we've seen possessions where it's like 20 seconds left and they don't get a shot off. Stabner, one or two from the line, misses the second one. So this will give Central a chance here. Down by 15 with eight seconds to go. They get it underneath, and uh, we're going to get fouls underneath here. Free throws up coming for Adriana Young. Fouls on Hinkle, her second, third team foul. And so you don't hold for a final shot, and you give Central a chance to cut into the lead. Young makes a free throw. First bench points tonight for the Cobblers. Cuts the lead here to 40-26. Second free throw is short. Rebound for Central. Tie-up's going to stay here with the Cobblers with five seconds to go. So... And you don't lead, uh, you don't hold for a final shot, and you give them a free throw, and now you give them another opportunity here. Down by 14. Five seconds to go. Long three-pointer left side. That's an air ball from Jerome. And we're going to get a travel underneath here with .9 to go. It'll be Mitchell Ball. And that's how the quarter's going to end. Stamer going to throw it in, and that'll be it. 40-26, to 26, Colonels well in front here, up by 14. They've extended their lead every quarter, up 40-26 to 26 here at the end of three. We're back in one minute. Colonels looking to get back over 500 here on KORN. This is Austin, store manager of Runnings in Mitchell. We'll help you gear up for the cold with layers of winter clothing, coveralls, boots, and gloves. Get whatever you'll need, from ice melt and shovels to snowblowers. We have it at Runnings. If staying in is the plan, we've got loads of toys, games, and all kinds of feed and feeders for wildlife. If you're hunting instead of feeding it, Runnings carries about 900 firearms. Everything from rifles and handguns to BB guns. You need it, we've got it at Runnings in Mitchell. Forty to twenty-six. Colonels in front. They've just uh, ever so surely extended their lead here throughout this ball game. Mitchell up by fourteen here as we go to the fourth quarter. Big quarter for Sawyer Stabner, who was scoreless in that first half, ended up scoring seven points in the quarter. And uh, Seamson has eight points. All those were in the first half, and uh, going to be a battle here for player of the game. I think Kira Hofer still in it. She had five in that first half, and. 
Allison Myrink, she's got eight. She can also be in the mix there for that game ball from Iversons and to Culver's Value Basket Certificate. Underneath, this one blocked out of bounds by Aaliyah Jones. Swats the layup attempt here by Carson Wyke with 26 to shoot. As we're off and running here in the fourth quarter, Colonel's up by 14. Stabner going to drive, and they're going to call him for the travel. Interesting that uh, Eric Grocott here underneath the basket didn't call it. It was the official way out here by half court who called it, and he's 30 feet away, and the official who was two feet away did not call it. Stabner doesn't care because she's going to steal it and give it off to Carson Wyke, who will lay it in. So you take that away from me, that's fine. I'll just steal it. Colonel's up here by 16. We get a foul. 7.35 to go. Stabner may have a bloody nose. I think she had one of those earlier this week, checking her nose for blood. We did, uh, I wanted to give an update on the Lauren Van Overshield contact. I believe it was hers. She was the one most interested in looking for it down here. Uh, someone from the Stabner family found it. I don't know if Sawyer Stabner has a younger sister, but if she does, she found it late last night after the game. Late uh, three here, left corner three. That one is good for Strand off the bench. Another three-pointer here for the Cobblers. 13-point lead. With 7.18 to go, and we get a whistle. I think Stabner has got a bloody nose again, so they're going to have a uh, official's timeout here. Stabner with the bloody nose. She'll check out. Meyer Inc. will come in for her. Hinkle out there as well. Get your boys update. Colonel Boys up at half over Rapid City Central. 33-24. Nine-point lead for Mitchell. Meyer Inc. underneath left side. Left that one well short. Rebound here for Jones. And Central trying to make a game of it here. Got to get it under 10, though. We're down by 13 with just seven minutes to go. Here's a right corner three. That one is well short for Jerome. And Jerome had a big first half, had nine points, but she's been held scoreless ever since. Well, Mitchell shooting 45% for the game going into this quarter, while Rapid City Central just 21%. And that really does tell you the story here. That last cobbler basket, only their seventh made basket in this game. Six and a half to go. Colonel's up 13 here with 12 to shoot. An overshield right to Wyke on the right wing. She loses it. This one stolen by Aaliyah Jones. One on two. She's going to take it, and Seamson's going to knock it away. So you look at the scoreboard right now. Colonel's up 42-29. Can Rapid City Central score 42 points? Can they score 13 more, more points the rest of the way? That would be above and beyond what they have done here tonight. Again, they scored six points in the first quarter. They had 12 in the second, and they had eight more in the third. This three-pointer is short. Colonel's on the rebound, and I feel like they're going to have to start taking those three-pointers. That one was well short. Yeah, I mean, to your point, it feels like the Colonels would have to make several mistakes in this fourth quarter for the Cobblers to get to 40 and get back in this I game. I feel like, does Mitchell even have to score here for the rest of the game? They're up 42-29 here with 5.50 to go. Carson White, she's going to drive and kick out to Seamson. Seamson on the drive, off glass, and that is good. Extends the lead here to 15, and the first points for Seamson in the second half. She leads Mitchell tonight with 10. Coming up on five and a half to go. 44 to 29. Cross-court pass left side here to Strand. She'll bring it back out. Pass it right. We had Young underneath the basket jumping up and down. She wanted the ball. We'll get a foul on Mitchell. 
Non-shooting foul here. It's the fifth team foul. It's on Lauren Van Overshield, her first. Stabner back out there as Hinkle will check out. 5.20 to go. Cobblers with the ball, down by 15. They get it in underneath their own basket here with 5.15 to go. And got it on the right wing with Kalhoff. Pass underneath. Layup is no good. Blocked by Allison Meyerink as she swats it away from Landry. Layup by Strand, and we're going to get a foul and a travel. Nope, no foul. Just a travel here on Carson White, who made the layup, so take that off the board. Boy, I'll tell you, I did not see the travel. I thought that was just a good-looking drive to the basket that time. Cowboys quickly beat the full-court pressure here by Mitchell. And they'll throw it in the backcourt. That'll be an over and back and another Cobbler turnover. 4.52 to go. This one seems in hand for Mitchell up 44-29. Colonels have scored four points in the quarter. Cobblers have scored three. Colonel basketball. Seamson throws it in to Van Overshield here on the left wing. Colonels can just run that clock down. They give it to Stabner at the free throw line. She drives and we get a push. If this is on Landry, I believe she would be done. And it is. So Leah Landry, I'm sure she'll be plenty good. She's an eighth grader in the starting lineup. Finishes with three points and five fouls as she fouls out. Just wasn't her night. She played pretty well last night up in Huron. Finished with a dozen. Fifth foul here on Central. Stabner gets the inbounds. That one is short. No foul is called. And a rebound for the Cobblers. Down 15 here. Coming up on four and a half minutes in the ballgame. Young gets it right side. Here's a right side three for Jones. That is short. Rebound tipped away. We got a big old mess and a big old pile. Somebody got called for a foul. Foul will be on Mitchell. The sixth on the Colonels. It's on Allison Meyerink. Her fourth. So Carson White going to come out for Hofer. And Maddie Kemp will check in with Meyerink. So Meyerink with eight points and four fouls off the bench. Cabler's ball, Aaliyah Jones to throw it in under her basket. Gets it on the right side to Jerome, who misses the one from about uh, 10 feet out or so, closer than that. Colonels with the outlet pass. Here's Hofer on the right side. Stabner underneath. She is stuck. She is triple teamed. Somebody's got to be open. Colonels nearly turn it over. Kemp's at the free throw line, and they reset. Lucky that one was not a turnover. Four minutes to go. Van Overshield on the drive. Floater off glass is no good. Rebound for the Cobblers. Tila Jerome picks it up. I think she may have been poked in the eye. Here under four minutes to go. It's a 15-point Mitchell lead. Offenses have stalled here in this, in this fourth quarter. Here's a three right side for Jerome. In and out, no good. Stabner with the rebound, and she'll bring it up for Mitchell here with just three and a half to go. Yes, 4-3 Mitchell in this fourth quarter. Just, uh, nobody scoring much here past couple minutes. Seamson on the left edge. Three games next week for Mitchell as well. Maddie Kemp underneath. She drives right side, and she is fouled, and she'll go nowhere because it's only six fouls. 
Well, and, you know, lucky for the Colonels that the Cobblers' offense has been just as sluggish because this was Rapid City Central's chance to get back mm -hmm. in this game with the Colonels only scoring four points with almost five minutes gone by here in the quarter. Adriana Young picks up the foul, her third. Both teams with six fouls. Kemp has it on the right block, moving right. Stadner for three, no good from the corner. In front of the bench, and a rebound here for Jerome. Yeah, if uh, the Cowboys could just score anything, you know, they'd put some pressure on Mitchell. This one under the basket is good to trim the lead to 13. Layup here for Young. Her first field goal made today. 2.50 to go. Colonels up here by 15, and again, got this one well in hand. Well, you wouldn't know that by listening to the Cobblers bench. They were really fired up after that made layup moments yeah. ago because it's still a 14-point game. Mitchell hasn't completely shut the door, but the way this game has played out, it feels like they have. Yeah. Free throws here for Stabner. Seventh foul on Central puts the Colonels in the bonus. Let's see, fourth foul on Young. Free throw for Stabner goes in. She'll earn a second. The uh, free throw shooting is much more even now than it was back in the first half. Colonels have now had eight free throw attempts while the Cobblers have had 13. Second free throw for Stabner is no good, but a rebound here for Van Overshield. She is tied up by Jones. Are we going to get a foul? Foul or a tie-up? It'll be a foul. So Van Overshield to the line, shooting two and two, or one and one. Well, nice effort by Van Overshield to go up and fight for that rebound, and now she's back at the line, and now we got a timeout. 30-second timeout. Colonel's up 45-31 here with 2.45 to go. We're back in 30 seconds on KORN. I treat every job like it's my own. Every job I work on, I treat it like it's my own, whether it's your house, whether your garage. Those are my house. That's my garage. Whether it's your business building, your church, your school, whether it's your apartment complex, or even your farmhouse, doghouse, anything I do, I'm going to do it like it's my own. I treat every job like it's my grandmother's job. I want you to remember at Mitchell Roofing, I treat your home like it's my home. I'm Corey with Mitchell Roofing and Siding, where you'll see the proof in our guaranteed roof. One and one opportunity at the foul line for Mitchell's Lauren Van Overshield as she's got three points tonight. Colonel's going to win this one here. They're up 14 with 2.45 to go. Eight fouls on Central puts Mitchell in the bonus. Six fouls here on the Colonels. And Central, they only average 41 on the season and looks like they're going to be held under 40 for the sixth consecutive game. Then Overshield hits the first free throw, so she will get a second. Addie Seamson to check back in for Mitchell, and she's in for Maddie Kemp. Seamson's got 10 for Mitchell. Stabner's got 8. Meyerink has 8. Then Overshield, that one in and out, no good. 1-2 from the line. Rebound to Young. Three-pointer in the right corner. Well, that'll be a long two, they will say. That one is short from Jerome. And another Mitchell rebound. Two and a half to go. Colonel's going to move to six and five on the season. Central going to fall now to four and nine. Central going to lose their sixth consecutive game. Colonel's came into the game 11th in seed points. Rapid City Central was 14th. Pass underneath to Stabner. They knock it out of bounds. Stabner was trying to get it to Seamson in the left corner. So it'll be 12 to shoot here with 2.11 on the game clock. Valik Fallis checks in. 
As Traceland Strand goes to the bench for Central. Ten seconds for Mitchell on the shot clock as we approach two minutes to go. Seamson on the left wing with five to shoot. Do they know they have four seconds to go? No, they don't. Shot clock violation, another one of those things where they just didn't know how much time they had, and that was pretty apparent with about five seconds to go. And that's the thing. You, you, you have up. to discuss that. I mean, you have to know at the stoppage of play, it's, it's someone's job to call that out. Okay, hey, nine seconds, be alert. Yeah. You know, someone put up a good, clean shot. Yeah, usually you hear that from the bench, counting down from 10. Here's a right corner three, goes down for Jai Roan. Jai Roan's hit three threes tonight. She's got a team high 12. We get a foul as Seamson will hit some free throws here. Minute 41 to go. It's a 46-34 lead. Mitchell up by 12. Ninth foul on Central. Will be the first foul on Jai Roan. Jairone, pretty good player, 5'7", senior, averages 10 points, 6.5 rebounds. Seamson's free throw is no good. Stabner with the rebound. It's knocked away from her. Colonels turn it over. Jones with the steal. Jones brings it up. They need more three-pointers. Cobbler's got to shoot some threes here, down by 12. With a minute 25, here's Davis from the right corner. That one is no good. Central saves it. Here's a three on the left side. That one's in and out no good from Jones. They tip it out again, and they get a second opportunity here. Third chance at points. Wide open on the right wing for three. That one is no good for Jirone. A third offensive rebound. They try another three from the left corner. That is no good from Jones. And that possession pretty much sums up how Rapid City Central played today. Three offensive rebounds. They were 0-4 from three. 50 and seconds to go. Pretty much every one of those looks for wide open, clean looks. 46-34 here with 40 seconds on the clock. Stabner drives, kick out to Wyke. Seamson will drive for the kick out. Hofer for three. Nope, that one is short. I may give her player the game. If she would have hit that, that would have been a guarantee. She would have had eight points with that one. Here's a three left side. That one is good. 20 seconds to go. Three-pointer for Aaliyah Jones. So this Only one, down nine. This one going to be a little closer than the game was. Colonels were up by double digits pretty much this entire second half, and I applaud the Cobblers for not fouling. Seven seconds to go, and that's how this one's going to end. 46-37, Mitchell wins by nine over Rapid City Central. Colonels, they end a two-game losing streak. They improved to six and five. Rapid City Central, their losing streak continues at six. They're now at four and nine on the season. So uh, Colonels win here, Sean. They go one and two, and uh, things kind of went how you would expect this week. They lost to number four Harrisburg on Tuesday. They lose to number five Rapid City Central last night, and they finally get a win here today versus Rapid City Central. Yeah, good to see the Colonels play a little bit more like they're capable of here this afternoon. A little bit of sloppiness at times, and probably would have been good to see them close this game out a little bit stronger because it felt like they should have won this game by 17 <clears throat> points. Uh, you know, Stabenberg finally got going in the second half, which was good to see. You know, Colonels only scored six points in that fourth quarter. You know, to me, you got to work on that. Got to work on closing out games and not letting the opponent hang around that long because it really was an overall ugly afternoon for the Cobblers offensively. 
You know, they only ended up getting maybe 10 baskets total for the game. And, uh, you know, the Colonels did kind of hang on there with their defense to kind of close this game out. But good to get that win just to shake off those last two games where they, they thought they had a chance in both games. But good to see them get this win at home. You know, before they go through now the second half of their season where they're, they're going to be a lot tougher opponents ahead. Colonels win by 9, 46-37, scores stats, and we'll talk with head coach Dave Brooks up next. We're back in three minutes on KORN. This is Becky Pitts, general manager of Poet Mitchell. We've been turning one big idea after another into biofuel and high-quality animal feed for years. Poet's vision is to reduce reliance on foreign energy while giving you the best grain marketing prices possible, all while sharing your values for sustainable land and a clean environment. Visit us at poet.com Mitchell. Post-game show here uh, this afternoon at the Corn Palace coming up on 3 o'clock. We will get you out to uh, South Dakota State women's basketball as they take on Western Illinois this afternoon. Should be able to pretty much get you the entire second half of that game coming up just after 3 o'clock today. Uh, Colonel Girls with the win, 46-37 to as they defeat Rapid City Central. Central now at 4-9. They've lost six in a row. Colonels, they end a little two-game skid with a... Uh, Six and five record now. Colonels looking forward to next week when they take on uh, number three, Sioux Falls Jefferson. That will be seven o'clock game coming up here on Tuesday night. Uh, we will not have coverage of that one. Instead, we will be at Sioux Falls Jefferson uh, for the boys matchup. Again, we're going to have uh, number one Jefferson versus number three Mitchell. So we'll be in Sioux Falls uh, for that matchup uh, for the Mitchell Colonels. And uh, again, Mitchell just kind of gradually extended their lead throughout this game they were up 10 at halftime they were up 14 at the end of three they're what what 17 18 points at at one point Jeff, uh, central made a couple uh, threes at the end there for the nine point win but uh colonels uh, win this one here pretty much uh, controlled this game uh throughout yeah you felt like they did have the game in hand for most of it especially after that 9-0 run uh, in the first quarter when they were down 2 nothing early. Uh, the fourth quarter, only six points. The only quarter they did not score in double figures. They kind of let their foot off the gas, I thought, in the second half of the fourth quarter. But they did have the game pretty much well in hand overall. Nice bounce-back game for the Colonels. And uh, it'll give them a little bit of confidence here moving forward uh, and with the upcoming mm -hmm. week of games. They shot 45%, or excuse me, 41% for the game, going 17 out of 41 from the floor. Cobblers just 23%, going 10 out of 44 shooting. Oh. Uh, Cobblers do win the rebound battle, 21 to 19. Free throws are pretty close, 6 out of 12 for Mitchell after only 2 in the first half. Uh, Cobblers finish 9 out of 13 at the foul line. Turnover's pretty close. Mitchell does win the edge there, 16 to 13. But, uh, you know, the good thing is Mitchell going to break that two-game skid here this afternoon. Kira Hofer, let's give her player of the game. And she had five points here off the bench uh, for Mitchell. Had a three-pointer and a, another made field goal, both of those in that first quarter. Uh, Allison Myring, she also had eight points here for Mitchell off the bench, uh, a little above her season average of five. So uh, some bench production. Sometimes, you know, Mitchell doesn't get a whole lot of uh, offensive production from that bench, uh, but they got uh, 13 points here off the bench. Eight for Myrink and uh, five for Hofer here tonight. Uh, for the Colonels, nice offensive balance for Mitchell. Uh, Addie Seamson had 10. 
Sawyer Stabner had eight. All of those were in the second half. Uh, Allison Meyerink, she also had eight. Carson Weick had six. Kira Ofer with five. And then uh, Lauren Van Overshield with four. And Delana Hinkle with four is... Head coach Dave Brooks joins us, and uh, you just kind of steadily put this game away, uh, in, increase the lead there pretty much every quarter, and uh, you got some bench production. Production that was nice to see, and uh, everybody uh, everybody scored a nice, a nice balanced offense here today. I thought. Yeah, and that's what we said in the locker room. Is uh, I, I didn't know exactly how many points people had, but mm-hmm. I knew there. You know, we it, what, it, fourth quarter one of the coaches said, "Look at the." at the scoreboard yeah. with, with the points and it was just so even i go yeah that's that's what we need you know that's um, that sure helps the victory and, and uh uh kids stepped up yeah bench bench did good and uh yeah you kind nice of kind of looked at halftime there and uh sawyer stabler didn't score and you really didn't notice it because he had 28 points at halftime that's pretty good and you had a 10 point lead and and you really didn't need sawyer to to contribute much offensively but uh Still had a solid night from her. And uh, Kira Hofer, who gave her player the game, she had five points, a season best for her. And uh, she had five points in that first quarter. Nearly hit another one there at the yeah, yeah. Uh, at the end of the game. And uh, nice uh, nice to see Kira Hofer there with a couple baskets early. Yeah, and she uh, she led us in Colonel Jacks after nice, the game. And, nice. uh, when, when we said that, everybody just went crazy, you know. So, uh, uh, yeah, nice job for senior command. And she'd been... You know, in practice, been shooting the ball well, and and uh, you know, some sometimes games go where you don't get kids in, you feel bad, you should have, and and whatever. So that's a that's a hard thing. So really happy that she came in and hit some big shots there in that first half for us. Uh, big, that was a big deal, kind of. Uh, glad you got us going. A team that you really don't want to want to have stick around. You want to get up on them and and have that you know ten fifteen point lead like you pretty much had most of that second half. And uh, defensively, they did not get a two point basket until late in the third quarter. They got four threes in that first half. And uh, other than that, they got some free throws. But uh, defensively, you basically shut them down, held them uh, there to just thirty seven. I, I guess I didn't know that about yeah. the two point field goals. Uh, yeah, we kind of concentrated. You know, we knew number eleven, a uh, good player. And uh, 15 and uh, uh, 23, and I don't, I don't know what those kids the, the had. The eighth but grader got in some foul trouble there, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, today, you know, they maybe aren't as good as Stevens. Their third game in a row, yeah. so, I mean, we don't want to get too full of ourselves, I guess. But it's, it's a nice thing. It's a game I thought we could win. The kids went out and, and got the win, and we challenged them to win every quarter, not just, mm-hmm. you know, so it kind of increased that lead just a little bit, and they, they did that, so proud of them. We'll take the win here, one and two on the week after uh, taking on those top five teams uh, earlier this week. And now you got three games again. You'll go out west uh, for that Spearfish and Sturgis trip. And then you got a big one here at the Corn Palace versus number three Jefferson. They might be number one uh, by, by Tuesday night. Yeah. We'll see how the polls figure out. But uh, Jefferson, they've gotten really good very quickly. I mean, I think that was probably uh, the best win of the season last year when you guys yeah. knocked them off uh, over in Sioux Falls. But uh, they're, they're a lot better than last year. And uh, they're, they're, they're looking for a state title here in year two so yeah i haven't looked at them yet i've watched a little bit they played uh, sioux falls watching the other night and uh, i mean you know sierra watkins coming back is a good player yeah. and, and uh, done in the middle and then uh, I, I was listening uh their coaches over in sioux falls this morning a little bit and and uh, the coach in washington saying well they got more than just those two they got some players so yeah we'll have our hands full but you know it we got to play the best to find yeah. out where we sit and i think uh hopefully the kids will rise up for the challenge they, they tell them rest up you know <laughs> and Monday practice and 
kind of get see what we can do to throw a game plan together for uh, for them. Here we go. Colonels win here, 46-37. Coach, uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend here. We'll see you next week. Yeah, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Head coach Dave Brooks here. Three games at the Corn Palace and one more coming up here uh, versus Jefferson on uh, Tuesday. We'll see if we can get to uh, score the boys game here. Mitchell uh, boys going to win as uh, they're up big versus Rapid City Central. 57-38, Mitchell up there by 19 points as that game has uh, just started the fourth quarter. Uh, congratulations to Kiera Hofer, our player of the game. A season high, five points off the bench for her as uh, she wins that replica game ball from Iverson Auto and also that to Culver certificate for that free value basket. Again, we'll get you out to here to South Dakota State women's basketball. That's coming up next here. Uh, should get you pretty much all of the second half as we approach 3 o'clock this afternoon. Colonel girls win here 46-37 versus Rapid City Central. For Sean Michaels, I'm Travis Krenz. Uh, SDSU basketball coming up next. You've been listening to KORN News.